You are listening to a podcast of the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. CCEF is committed to restoring Christ to counseling and counseling to the church. You can find our podcasts, books, articles, videos, and many more resources for Christ-centered pastoral care at our website, ccef.org. CCF on the go. I'm your host, Alistair Groves, a faculty member here at CCEF, working in our New England office. Today I'm speaking with Ed Welch, my colleague and fellow faculty member at CCF. Ed, welcome. No, thanks, Alistair. Good to be with you again. Um, Ed, I wanted to talk about addictions today. And addictions is obviously a huge topic and um, one which is very much on the forefront of people's minds culturally, both secular and in the church I'm finding these days. And you said something interesting uh, when we were talking about this uh, earlier in which you, you were highlighting how much, um, there's so many angles into addictions. Of those angles, there are some where scripture, uh, I love the way you put it, scripture just goes crazy in addressing things that are at the heart of the struggle of addiction. And you were, you were saying that one of the themes that's especially stuck out to you recently, and I would be intrigued to hear you flesh this out and, and see where we go with it, is the idea that there are two trees in Scripture. There are two paths in Scripture. There's life and death. And the difference is, um, is polar. The difference is clear. And it's, it's an either-or kind of decision that, that we're called to make, that we're called to live. Um, will you speak about your sense of that theme in scripture, why you find that especially relevant when you think about addictions right now? Why is that on your mind? Um, again, we, you know, when, when people are killing themselves by putting pills in their bodies and, you know, fentanyl and people, I, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, podcasts talking about it's actually the, the more people who have OD'd on a particular strain of fentanyl or heroin or whatever, you know, uh, that's the one people want to buy. The demand actually goes up for it because it must be a really good high if people are, are, are keeling over. So how do you hear this language of life and death uh, of, of two trees and, and bring that to this issue of, of addictions? Yeah. Backtrack just a little bit on your question that, that indeed this is, this is a huge issue at this point. It, 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 it's, it's I feel like I feel like I have to have a little bit more margin in my own in my own life in order to go to funerals of people who who uh, who have been addicted and have, have overdosed um, some intentional overdoses and, and 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 certainly some that aren't so so the issue is in front of us more than ever the advances in chemistry means that, that they will continue to be in front of us. Uh, so, so what does that mean? It means it, it's, it's an occasion for us to dive deeper and deeper into scripture and, and, and draw out scripture so it speaks meaningfully. So it, it's, it's an occasion for us to do continued more work in, in scripture. So that's the context for, for this, that, that it's incumbent upon us to to continue to identify the riches in scripture and how it speaks to those who are struggling with addictions. So there's so many of them, but Alistair, you just, you, you mentioned one and it's, it's sort of one of the, the master themes of scripture, if you will. It, it's a master theme would be one that just doesn't, it doesn't simply have a couple of verses to support it. It has the entire Bible supporting it. It is, it, 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 it is, it is one way to tell the whole story of scripture. 
And, and it's this, you've already mentioned it, that, that to be a human being is to discern between first, it, 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 to, to discern between two trees, um, uh, or, or really one tree, <laughs> that, yeah. that you don't eat from this particular tree. And if you don't eat from this tree, you will know life. If you do eat from this tree, uh, you, will, you, will, you will know death. So, so that's what it means to be human. It, it, to be human is to be able to distinguish what is, the God, what, what is it that God says is good and what is it that he says is evil. To be able to discern the difference between the two and to choose the good. That's, that, 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 is, that is the very beginning of scripture. And then simply, scripture simply continues that particular theme. Uh, for example, the, the, the five books of Moses, they end with Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 30. And, and, and Moses is, I, is saying the same theme. He's basically saying, I have put before you today life and good and, and death and evil. You, you choose the good, what is pleasing to God, and you will know life. You choose the evil, and, and you have turned to death. So this is, this is Moses summarizing the, 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 the five books of Moses. And, and then you see the Proverbs. That's, that, that is exclusively the domain of the, uh, the... Proverbs chooses that as its theme, where yeah. there are two paths. There are two paths. There are two paths. One leads to life, and one leads to death. One leads to life, one leads to death. And... and, and and if, when you get the Proverbs, you, you, you finally get the message that, that even though it seems easy, it was easy in, in Genesis, don't eat from this tree, it, it gets all muddled for us. And so yeah. Proverbs, over and over and over again, it's trying, to, it's trying to ingrain in us, today you will be at this decision point and don't fall asleep at the switch. And, and when you come to that decision point, it's not going to be an easy one. They're going to look like two nice little, nice little forest glades. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're going to be almost indistinguishable. And it's, it's just not going to seem like that big of a difference. But you've chosen this path of death. Uh, and, 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 and so, so what are we saying? That here is a theme that, that is available to those who struggle with addictions. One of the one of the, 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 um, the things that I appreciate, and the addicts that I have known, I, I appreciate that there is a rawness to life that they have seen and they have been in. And the gloss of life is gone. And, and they see that, 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 that life is either moving toward life or moving toward death. And, mm. and they see death. They feel death. They, they feel the pull to it. They recognize that sometimes they choose death. Many times it seems like death is choosing them and dragging them down. So, so here's the theme that they're intuitively alert to. And, and it's, it's, I, I find that a powerful theme for myself that, now I'll just, I'll just say this, and I'd like to hear your thoughts, that, that what the Lord does, I, th I think especially of Proverbs, he, wisdom is always calling out. It's always calling out. <laughs> Here's the right way. Here's the right way. Here's the right way. And, and, and the Lord, he never fatigues in, 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 in seeking to persuade us. 
here's the way, and, and you can almost see his mind turning. How can I communicate this to my children? So mm. this way, even though it might seem like a challenging way at first, it is a really beautiful, beautiful way. And, and those who struggle with addictions remind us that that is, that is the human task for us to all grow in these things. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's, I remember reading in a, a book, um, actually by one of the guys out at, you know, well, I'm sure you do, Covenant Eyes, the internet pornography uh, filtering software guys. I just really appreciated a lot of things they've done. But one of the things they do is put out resources. And, and he talked about um, saying, you know, one, one of the great gifts that you can have as a friend to someone uh, who's struggling with, and in his case, he was thinking pornography, but I think it holds for any addiction, is is to become an expert in saying, what metaphors, what what mentalities, what what ways of accessing scripture, what ways of speaking about life are going to have a special impact for this person. And I feel like even just hearing you say, you know, the Lord, the Lord is a friend to us. And he is, he, I love that. He doesn't fatigue. He doesn't tire of saying, I want to capture your heart to love life. I want to help you desire what is right and good and not desire death. And I, I feel like so many times, um, the experience of addiction um, is one of seeing death as life, at least in the moment, e even if you become consciously aware that in fact, that road into the seemingly decent forest glen is in fact death. Um, and, and yet you walk it because somehow it seems to be giving life in that moment. And I, I've, I've appreciated the metaphor even of um, seeing addicts as seeing they, they see the battle against their addiction as like walking through a desert trying to avoid an oasis, right? Life is painful and dry and dusty and you're absolutely parched and there's this sweet oasis right there. And you know you shouldn't, you know it's bad, you know, you know you'll go bad places if you go, but, it, but how can you really fairly be asked to avoid the oasis day after day after day? Eventually you're gonna get so thirsty you're gonna have to go. That's, that's sort of the mentality and, and saying, that is not true. What is actually happening here is there's a bottle of poison that happens to have some sugar on the rim. Um, it, it does not make sense to drink this. There's no oasis. This is not your life. Uh, trying, to, trying to break out of that mindset of um, this, this death is my life uh, is, I don't know, I, I found that to be a very, very important um, theme to identify very explicitly. And a variation on that theme, those who are familiar with addictions and those who, who, who struggle with suicidal hopelessness, they, 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 they have turned this path of death. And, and, and yeah, occasionally, if there can be a little spark of pleasure, a little spark of life, or a little spark of normalcy, which, you know, they don't even have to feel good, they just feel relatively normal for a moment. That is enough because, because they can't even conceive that there is another way. Yeah. A, this, this particular path of misery is the only thing that, 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 that they have in life. And here scripture is, it identifies, no, there is this other path and it's available now. At this moment, it's available. And, and the way it's available is we hear wisdom. We listen to wisdom and ask other people to help us hear wisdom. And, and we, we, we have the sense that other people might be able to see the path for us a little bit more clearly than we see it ourselves, where, where for us it can be all muddled. And, and you know, we've, been, we've succumbed to Satan's lies enough times. And, 
And there can be guides out there who say, no, I think, I think this way, it might be hard, but bear with me for a moment. Here are the ways it could go. And it's good. It really is good. So I think sometimes those who struggle with, with hopelessness, it, it's, there's only one path. And, and how, can they, how can they, this path of death, how can they, they have some semblance of, 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 of something that feels just a, a moment better, uh, why, yeah. why they have no choice, it seems. Yeah. And, and will you do this? Will you, will you take me into a conversation you've had, you know, either one recently or one that was very paradigmatic, but something where you would say, um, here's what it sounded like to have a conversation with somebody who was fighting this battle. Again, maybe that person was, you know, absolutely in the more hopeless end of the spectrum, or maybe there was someone who really saw the dawning of the light, but was wrestling to, to walk that direction. But what, what would it sound like to speak to um, someone in the heart of that struggle with addiction? What's, what's an example or what's a, well, here's, here's, let me here's a question over the last week. Uh, it, I, I asked a particular man this and, and I didn't get into Genesis one through three and, yeah. and trees and I didn't get into Proverbs and, and, and it, it was, I, I said, could you, could you help me? Could you give me one way that I could help you to, 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 to be aware of this path of death and to be able to turn from it? And, and see, I, I, didn't, I didn't give him the, the theology of it because he, he, already, he already knows the images <laughs> and he, he's, he's, he's intuitively aware of those things. So it was simply a question. And, and the question, you know, ultimately, it was, it was doing a few different things. It was... It was it, it was come alive, please come alive. And, and, and this path of death, it's, it, it, sometimes it can feel almost robotic. And, and I'm saying, no, we can take a stand against this and, and help me. Come alive, think, yeah. speak. Um, uh, you have wisdom and you, you, know, you, you know something about a path that is better than another. Um, so that's, you know, that's one is just trying to call the person to be alert and engage. The, um, the other is it's, it's, I'm just, it's a bridge to, to scripture. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bridge to, it's a bridge to a later part of that conversation. Here's the amazing thing that, that wisdom, Jesus, he, goes down the path of death. And I'm, 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 I'm sort of borrowing some things from Proverbs here, where, where wisdom goes into the dark corners, and, and it goes into the darkness of life, and, and it calls, it calls again. So, so here, even in this darkness, is your Jesus who follows you into it, and he calls you. Do you hear, do you hear his voice at all? Do you hear anything? Because the, the, the idea of backsliding is that you've, you somehow you've gone down that path so far that the idea of turning around, it's going to take years to get back and, and you'll never make it. The, the reality is that however deeply you go into misery and however, how, however much death has its hands on you, there's, there is your God who follows you into it. And, and, and is committed 
to taking that death on himself. Mm-hmm. It's what it, what is it? You, you, you can say it's, 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 it's using that word death that he's very familiar with and asking him to, could you, what, what could I do that might be helpful? That might be helpful. That's the smaller question. Then further in it's, and by the way, just so you know, and you do know these things, I'm talking to the person now, not you, Alistair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know that, that even though there are lies about Jesus that are, that are stated, that, that you're too bad for him to love you, that is a lie. You know enough about Jesus to know that he is the one who goes to places of darkness to seek you out and, and to take misery on himself. What is it? it it's, it's holding out hope. It's... It's whether he turns to Jesus uh, to the good and to the light at that point, or he just recognizes that that his picture of death is not quite complete. Mm. Either way, it's um, I, I I want to I want to give him some. I, I want to add to I, I want to add I, I want to add to his reality so he sees a bit more clearly. Mm. You know, you're, you're triggering for me um, another very, very parallel uh, scripture, but, um, you know, the end of Colossians 2, beginning of Colossians 3. So end of Colossians 2, Paul is saying, you know, all these ideas out there that are so ascetic and, you know, don't touch, don't look, don't taste, don't see, you know, pull yourself away. He said, those don't restrain sensual indulgence. <laughs> that doesn't, you know, slap your hand and say no and just stop it. That That doesn't work it, it has an appearance of wisdom but it's it's worldly in its orientation it's it's trusting in your own strength uh, i'm paraphrasing here but and then he goes on he says um however therefore if your life is hidden with christ above that is where you should place your focus your energy your mindset you know if and and i that phrase i think he uses at least twice maybe three times christ who is your life uh, and that idea of christ being your life is so um well, it sounds good, and it, it sounds biblical when you hear it, you know, flying through a passage in Colossians in your morning devotions before you grab your coffee and go out to work. But um, it, I, I've just been so struck by the question, is Christ my life right now? What does it mean for something to be your life? Do we talk about like, oh, yeah, you know, soccer is his life. You know, work is his life. Her kids are her life. That, that kind of um, – language is is to say it's what's on your mind it orients your actions it's where you spend your money it's where you spend your time it's what you're thinking about in the shower it's what's guiding your hopes it's what you're eager to get home to it's what you do with your free time you know just that that driving sense of yeah this is great and and the question is christ my life uh in that way often the answer is no or at least not not to the extent i would like and so i find it to be such a um, a fruitful springboard to the question of um, with with folks in the middle of addictions. You know what what would it mean for Christ to be your life today? What is one place you could seek that out? How do you um, how do you press toward the taste of Christ is your life? Uh, because right now your addiction is your life. That's that's what your actions are saying. Is this is my life and it's death. Uh, so we we don't want to land there, uh, and then interestingly, Paul goes on to talk about you know therefore put to death what is whatever is is fleshly, you know, sexual immorality and idolatry, and 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 there's the sense of it's different to say no, I know I shouldn't do it, versus to say no, Christ is my life, therefore I'm going to kill these things that would fight against him. All of a sudden, you're you're using you're seeing that the entire Bible is 
is, is, is lively for somebody struggling with an addiction. In Christ was my life. Okay, we pause on that and we recognize that here's what it means to be a human being as well, a fallen human being, that, that we tend to love things in creation more than we love the creator. And that's, that's an addiction and we're all familiar with it. And, and that leads to, we want to see Christ as the life. And, and that's what we're going to pray. And that's what we're going to talk about. And, 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 and can you imagine, you're not talking about what's going to, the temptations of that particular day necessarily. You're, 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 you're simply saying, who is this Jesus? Because that's where the lies are going to converge. And, and how are we assured that he is the one who speaks good words of life? And, and how can we recognize that anything that that, that, that assures you that he could never love you and could never forgive because you are, you, you've had three strikes and you, you've had 10 strikes and you're, far, you're, you're long yeah. out. Yeah. How can we be alert to those kinds of lives? So it, it, it leads to a discussion of, okay, let's know who this Jesus is. And, and, and then, it can, then all of a sudden it leads to me saying to a person who's struggling with an addiction, why don't we pray? Because, because, because today we want to see and hear the life and, and be alive and, and follow the life. And, and, and we're going to blow it. And, 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 and we're not even going to see that we're blowing it. Could you pray for me that, that I would be seeing these things? And, 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 and for somebody who would be in my church, I, I, I might even say, could, could, you, could you imagine ways that I would be blind? And, and just, sort of, just sort of wander into darkness and not even be alert to it. So anyway, Alistair, there, as you're talking and, and just taking you know, Colossians, I don't think talks about addictions per se, even though certainly other passages do. It, 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 when we use this theme of, of life and death, it, 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 that, 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 that particular theme, it, it just brings everything in Scripture into it. And that seems like a great place to to leave a massive topic uh, now before we've exhaustively covered it, which would take another 12 years or so of, of podcast time. And most people don't download 12 year podcasts in my experience. So will you just close us by, uh, by praying for folks out there, both those uh, who are currently choosing the path of death and those who are trying to help and walk with them. Uh, I will father, please open our eyes so we can see. And I think of Psalm 73 where, where, where everything was unclear and, and death and life, life seemed like death and death seemed like life. And, and then, then he saw life through the vantage point of the heavenlies, which means for us, we see it through Christ, in Christ and through Christ. And all of a sudden this world began, it, it came into focus and he saw, he saw good and he saw evil. And Father, would you, would you give us more of Christ? So, so we see this path of life and this path of death? Would, would our ears be attuned more and more to the wooing of, of the triune God for us toward ultimately you are the life. You woo us to you. Father, give us eyes to see and ears to hear. In the name of Jesus, amen. I hope you enjoyed the conversation on addictions today. 
we like to post an extra resource for those interested in hearing more. And on this one, <clears throat> I thought I'd take us way back to 2008 to the CCEF National Conference on Addictions. And the free resource will be Escape to Reality by David Pallison. You can get it uh, on our website, ccef.org slash podcast, and it'll be free there until the next episode goes up. You can also email us at podcast at ccef.org as you have questions or comments that you want us to have. And we appreciate very much hearing from you. Until next time, blessings. Blessings.